think this is probably the most excitement, not just for like me, but like for Dolphins fans in general, mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. had around the team and probably a solid decade and a half, like mm-hmm. 15, probably 20 years at that point. I mean, there's so much buzz. Like they they went all in getting Tyreek Hill. They you know they got Cedric Wilson, which you know we both agreed last off season or, or or the off season this year on the last podcast episode, I should say that that was a sneaky good free agency acquisition here. You know we got the we got Raheem Morris. Uh, you know uh, Raheem Mostert, I should say, and then you have uh, Chase Edmonds. Like they're going to implement kind of the run scheme that Kyle Shanahan wants to do, which is something that. You know, Bill Belichick is trying to copy, apparently. But the Dolphins have the players to do it. And I never thought I would li- live to see the day, Jay. But, like, I'm actually high on Tua Tungavailoa this season. He looks like he's put on some more muscle. He looks more mobile in, you know, in the pocket and rollouts. Maybe it's because he's had a longer recovery time from that hip injury when he came out of college. But he seems to be pushing the ball down the field more. And I know people are going to say, oh, he underthrew the 53-yard pass to Tyreek Hill. Yeah, well, there's also footage of Patrick Mahomes underthrowing Tyreek Hill, but we're just going to forget about that, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. don't care. It's We've seen what he looked like in college. You pointed this out to me a ton of look what he did in Alabama. He was pushing the ball down the field. I think we're going to see that more. I'm excited to see what he was going to do. The defensive side of the football, like I know Byron Jones has been dinged up. I don't. I, I got to double check. I don't remember if they put him on the pup list or not, but like Xavier Howard's going to be a go. And based on the reports of what the offensive line has looked like, I think for uh, for New England, I should say, I think the defensive front for the Dolphins are going to be able to have their way a bit with, with the offensive line and make life uncomfortable for Mac Jones. And with all that being said, I'm taking the Dolphins, laying the three and a half points. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you have a sports book that is has the Dolphins at three, I would jump on that now because that line move, has moved from Dolphins Lane two and a half, two, three weeks ago to yesterday, it was them laying three. This is now, as of recording tonight, has the Dolphins Lane three and a half. Maybe this jumps to four as we get closer to kickoff with more money possibly coming in on on the Dolphins. But like they're laying three and a half. Jay, I've never seen a game where the where the Dolphins money line is minus one eighty. Mm-hmm. Like I've never mm-hmm. I've never seen that. The over unders at Four forty-six and a half. I feel like that sounds about right. I might take the under this game, but I, I like the Dolphins laying the three and a half to to uh, to win against the Pats, and it's one of my best bets. Well, it's, it'll be interesting to see on Sunday Puma because you'll have one team right that's gonna. You have the Patriots uh, that are installing the same offense, and the Miami Dolphins are installing the same offense as well. I want to ask you one question, and that is, have you heard of any sort of like? The offense isn't looking any good. Mike McDaniels is having a hard time having these guys buy in. Have you heard anything? Because theoretically, you guys are installing a new offense as well, correct? Now, mm-hmm. you guys are installing a new offense with a guy that knows the offense very well and can teach it. We're installing it with two morons in, in Joe Judge and Pat, Matt Patricia that are printing plays off of like YouTube and like watching YouTube videos and trying to teach that to these players. So, like... I'm trying to get a feel for how it's going with the offense installation down in Miami with Mike Daniels. I mean, all honestly, it sounds like it's you know humming along. Like there hasn't been any real any issues. There hasn't been any any strife with people feeling a certain type of way. And I mean, you know, you can just look at 
the Twitter feed from, you know, Omar Kelly. He used to cover the Dolphins for the Sun Sentinel, but he's now moved on to doing the I Am Athlete podcast with, you know, Brandon Marshall and I think LaShawn McCoy is on there now. But long story being short, Omar Kelly's been one of like the more critical guys of the Dolphins during his entire tenure as a beat reporter for the for the Sun uh, Sun Herald, and he's been saying like training camp's been going going good. Tua's looked like he's looked strong. He's really driving the ball, you know, down the field. You know, uh, Armando Salaguera, He's uh, he covers uh, you know the NFL for Outkick now, but he was a South Beach reporter as well too. Like they they still got connections with the Dolphins, and it doesn't sound like there's been any major hiccups in trying to install the offense. Like yeah, there's going to be times where players are out of position and you know not knowing what their job is, but it has not been to the extent of what's going on in Foxborough. Well, isn't that just great? Congratulations, Puma. You've got a team installing a new offense. Here's a slow clap for you. Congratulations, Puma. And I think this is going to be the start of a wild card campaign for the Miami Dolphins. Because, I, I yeah, in the, mm-hmm. the offseason, yeah, I was saying, oh man, we're going to the Super Bowl with Tyreek Hill. But, like, realistic wise, this is a wild, like, my bar is at wild card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. That, is, that is where it should be for the Miami Dolphins this season. And, and I, I think we're going to see uh, a bit of a showcase against New England Patriots on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how you guys fare up against the Bills because I think you guys do have enough firepower now to take on the Buffalo Bills. That first Bills game you guys play, is it uh, well, when do you guys play Buffalo at your home stadium down in Miami? Mm, that's a good Because I feel like question. that's going to be the advantage for, for you guys, right? So, fin schedule 2022. Uh, we play them week, week Oh, September 25th three? in, wow, week three in Miami. It's still going to be hot as hell down there. Yeah, that mm-hmm. might be an advantage for you guys. That'd be That's the game I'm going to circle because I want to see where you guys stack up. Wow, you guys got the Ravens week two, huh? Interesting. I mean, we got a pretty interesting schedule. You got the Ravens week two, Bills week three, on, you know, going on the road to Cincinnati. You got the Jets, Vikings, and Steelers. Like, it's it's a it's a pretty it's a gonna be a little tough schedule, but yeah, it's gonna be a, interesting to see. There's a little soft uh, middle there when you guys play uh, Jets, uh, Lions, Bears. Browns without Deshaun at that point, Texans. I think you guys can rattle off like four or five wins there in the middle there. It's all about making sure you guys tread water that first month of the season. And it looks like it's going to be, wow, we got Ravens, uh, Bills, and Bengals back to back to back. So that's going to be tough for you guys. Yep. 